the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show. So let's get me, uh, let me understand Inflation in this country, they say, is a 40-year high. But when you add the money that's been printed and you talk about the magnitude of debt, this is the worst economic position this country's ever, ever been in. The chaos is that we're coming off of two years of civil unrest, burned down federal buildings, police stations, riots, and chaos. The quality of life is arguably around the lowest that it's been in the last generation, maybe two. And the biggest problem among the Democrat scourge is that they're upset they don't get to kill their babies, except in their Democrat-run states. You still get to kill the babies, scumbags. You still can murder the babies. The rest of the country, who knows right from wrong, we just don't have to pretend that it's an option anymore. And as far as this constitutional right, you'd never had a constitutional right to kill your own kid. You just had an agreement that you wouldn't be prosecuted. The right is different. What we now recognize is that those kids, those unborn kids, now have rights too. See, that's the big hubbub, bub. This idea that they somehow are onto something. There's no such thing as a constitutional right to kill somebody. That person has just been given constitutional rights. Now, you still have your strongholds, your utopias, where a good weekend, by the way, I think I lost, only 33 people are shot this weekend, eight of them dead. 33 shot. And for those that still might not have changed the channel, those rat Democrats that might be listening, that's a classroom size. So I know you're all upset about Uvalde, but here, you just killed another classroom this weekend, not to mention the unpaid medical expenses. This is the kind of predicament we're in where they're trying to search for a weapon to boost their numbers so that maybe, maybe these zombies who call themselves Democrats, these losers and lowlifes and welfare recipients, and the upper echelon of the corrupt corporatists and banksters and Wall Street, they now think they have a weapon, and that weapon is their outrage that they don't get to kill their kids anymore. Let's listen to one of my favorite Democrats, the prime example of how beautiful they all can be. It's Whoopi Goldberg, and where in the hell are her eyebrows? They've been missing for 35 years. Where are they, Whoopi? Well, it's you not better hope that because we weren't in the Constitution. We were more. not in the Constitution either. Well, we were not even people he is in saying the Constitution. Nothing is pressing what, anymore. Well, you better but hope Clarence. that they don't come for you, Clarence, and say you should not be married to your wife, oh. who happens to be white. See, they're mad at Clarence because this now is an opportunity to understand maybe people don't all think the same because of the color of their skin, proving that the real racist party is the Democrat mafia. The real sexist party is the Democrat mafia. They can't believe there are women out there that wouldn't kill their babies. 
They're almost as shocked as I am that there are women that will kill their babies. That's the real problem. So now when it comes to women and babies, who comes to your mind? Anybody. Sophia Loren. Who comes to your mind? Is it Lori Lightfoot? I always like to go to a woman with a zipper to tell me how to think about babies. Now we know what happened with the Supreme Court yesterday. If you read Clarence Thomas' concurrence, he said, thank you, f Clarence Thomas. Oh, you Clarence Thomas! Now see, I, I, I also said F. John Roberts, but that was when he agreed to strap us with the yoke of socialism called Obamacare. That turned out to be a fantastic success, hasn't it, dimwit, Lightfoot with your zipper? See, the problem you have here is that Lori Lightfoot needs to distract the fact that every weekend a classroom gets shot, and that's considered acceptable in the Democrat sewer of utopia called Chicago. The bankruptcies, the corruption, these are the things she needs not people to look. She needs them to focus on one thing that she'll never have to worry about, not just because she's homosexual, but I want to meet the caballero that looks at Lori and says, I got to have it. I have yet to find one. He thinks that we are going to stand idly by when they take our rights, our right to marry, our right to have children. Nobody's taking away your rights to marry or your rights to have children. What we are taking away is your, what's the proper word I want to know? Consequence-free murder of your own children. We are taking away the ability that you can kill your kid and not be charged with the crime that you should have been charged with for five decades as you morons pretended that it was somehow a right to kill your very own kid. The, the, the level of disgust and evilness is almost hard to wrap your head around. So when we go to this kind of intellectual theory, who do we talk to? Oh, I know. Let's talk to a bartender that used to screw up a Manhattan. AOC. Also, if you live in a, uh, in a blue area, when people say go vote, that should include primary elections too. Because the thing that a lot of people don't like to talk about is the fact that not every Democrat is pro-choice, okay? So the ones that aren't, we really need to reassess if it's appropriate for them to continue to serve in 2022. See, this is the one thing Democrats do better than we do. They throw out the people who even waver off of their principles of fascism, their principles of collectivism. If you even waver against Marxism, you're on your ass. Now imagine if we did that for all of the pansy Republicans who pretend they can get along with socialism, who like the level of corruption that keeps Mitch McConnell in the wardrobe he's so accustomed to as he wears it with that old lady face. What if we threw out every corrupt Republican, every shill, like Richard Irving, who I understand was on Sean Hannity today. Well, I understand. I forgive Sean Hannity because Sean Hannity isn't from Illinois. He doesn't know that Richard Irving is a fraud. But what he does know is that Ken Griffin's money is behind that corrupt play-to-pay scumbag pretending to be a conservative, Richard Irving. So he can get on Fox, he can get on Hannity. He can't show up to the debates, though, the cowardly scum that he is. So here's the good news. Richard Irving will lose in Illinois a stone-blue, navy-blue, pay-to-play scumbag state. He will lose because the good people, the non-Democrat mafia members, they sniffed him out. So this is your opportunity to recognize where AOC and the rest of that Marxist mafia is really good. They will not tolerate someone who deviates from their principles. Imagine how much better off this country would be if Republicans felt like that. Imagine all of the names 
of the scoundrels and scumbags who've been telling you they've been fighting for you that wouldn't be in office. Names like Adam Kinzinger. Because his big show this weekend, he gets to get himself on TV as he moves into the lobbying. Why? Because he's going to stoke the flames of January 6th. And he'll ignore the insurrections that happened all around this weekend as they were called for by the Democrat Marxist mafia. As they were told to go out and burn places. Which kind of places? Places that did evil? No. Places that wanted to help pregnant women, help them through their pregnancy. Places like we're benefiting right here. Lydia, places that wanted to help people in distress. And when did they do it? In the dark of night, the Marxist mafia, Antifa, and all the other cowardly scumbags who don't have the courage to come up and rob you the way they want their party to do for you, who don't have the courage to come up and make you demand that you agree with their evils and their stupidity. So what do they do? What every coward does, what every thief does, just like in the sewers of the Democrat utopias around the nation, they burn places in the dark of night. Authorities in Virginia are investigating an act of vandalism at a pregnancy center in Lynchburg this weekend. Blue Ridge Pregnancy Center counsels women with unplanned pregnancies. But the, so that got burned right here. It's all around the country. But as many on the left continue to demonize those who are pro-life, the organizations providing invaluable resources to women, who chose to carry their unborn children are facing new levels of intimidation. Let's go to Asheville, North Carolina, where one crisis pregnancy center was vandalized in the lead-up to the court's ruling. The group burned, burned. So what does the Democrat hierarchy do today? Do they come out and they condemn this? No, no, no. They come out and tell them it's going to be of effect. Right out of the Biden administration. Bacara, Becerra, whatever. He's a fungible fascist fraud. And he's going to tell his posse, he's going to tell his militant militia, don't worry, we're going to steal other people's money and we'll still let you kill your babies. What are you doing concretely in response to the court's decision to try to help women? Well, we're working with uh, centers like Planned Parenthood, so we are uh, restoring funding for Title X. Uh now, this government, the corrupt Democrat mafia, has been handing our money over to this kill factory, Planned Parenthood, for decades. They, in turn, donate back. It's a pay-to-play Chicago style. And they make sure they get more money. So here we are, where the Supreme Court has just said, hey, it's illegal. And what is the Democrat mafia doing? They're guaranteeing they will give them more money. More money. In exactly the opposite of what the highest court in the land Decided. We should have done this with Obamacare. Maybe our premiums wouldn't be up 300%. You wouldn't get used to the failures and the foibles. Family planning services. We are working with uh, uh, supporters on the ground to make sure that we are providing services to women where we can. Uh, we are looking into everything. What this idiot just admitted to is that he is undermining law. He is subverting the law of the land. He did it openly, admitted it. Will he be charged? Will he be rejected? No. He has a bright future in the mafia. Including assisting in transportation, something that HHS doesn't typically do. Can you do that legally? Uh, Don't let that worry you. Listen, after all, you're only the government, but you have a mission. Your ideology is superior. You can do it by hook or crook. And that's how you've been running that crime organization called the Democrats for 70 years. You're not interested if it's legal, just like you weren't interested in the Hyde Amendment. Just like you told everybody, we're going to take your money and we're going to commit the greatest evil on this planet and we don't really give a rip what you think. You almost have to admire how openly they admit they're criminals and they are organized crime. To be later. Uh, 
We're I mean, that's do, a big question, right? I, I always tell my team at HHS, uh, if you've done your homework, then we have no right to do mild. And so we're going to be aggressive and go all the way. And I, Do you understand what he's saying? He's saying HHS will now break the law with your money. So where are all of our militants? Defund HHS. What is HHS? Isn't that where they have that freakish 65-year-old walking around in a skirt pretending he's helping us with mental health rather than admitting he's a poster of mental illness? Gender-affirming care is life-saving, medically necessary. Yeah, shut up, you freak. You're a man in a dress. How did we get to this position where this guy has an opinion? Let's go on with Becerra, head of HHS, telling you he's going to take tax money and break the law. I would tell you if... uh... You're recording, so I won't tell you. So, uh. Hey, at least he knew he was recording. Like the Ravenite Club. Remember with Gotti? They patch it on to see if you're wearing a wire. Organized crime. 312-642-5600. I'll take your calls when I get back. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest of the nation and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. It was something to watch this weekend. As elected officials promoted destruction, mayhem, protest, fire, and the kind of scourge that only a Democrat could do. The middle of the night burning down of buildings. What does that have to do with anything? You notice how they never want to have the conversation? I have tried to invite them. They never show. But they like burning buildings in the middle of the night. What good does that do? Does it really solve anything or does it prove you're nothing but fascists, extortionists? You're not intimidating. Be careful. You may be enraging and you won't like the pushback. Believe me, because like life itself, we do it better than you scumbags so dress in your antifa ninja costumes and see how that sells in the middle of the day Vermont police are hoping to find who's responsible for a fire at life choices on mountain view avenue that is a faith-based organization that offers religious counseling to women seeking abortion services or those who already have the front of that building was also vandalized with black paint investigators are asking anyone in that and it says if abortion isn't safe neither are you well here's the thing you're dealing with people who tell you openly they're religious that's a wonderful thing here the elmhurst cigar house does not support it come and burn it down i'll be there tonight i'm not religious you won't have that advantage believe me i can't stand cowards i especially don't like vandals who do nothing but try to hurt what exactly? Somebody's pocketbook? You achieve nothing, scourge. But what you do prove is the faster we get you in your Democrat-run areas and we get the hell out of here, the better off life will be. Because now this is a great step in separating society the way it should be. All of the welfare roaches go to one side of the country. We'll take the other side because that's what you are. You can't exist without us. Here are your abortions. Why don't you start your own private funding? Fund it, kill the baby, pay for the costs. Instead, what is your real argument? You can't take our money anymore. At least you shouldn't. But you've got help in government. You've got scum known as Democrats who guarantee to take other people's money. How about the suggestion that's been floated by Senator uh, Elizabeth Warren uh, about uh, carving out federal lands for abortion providers? What about for oil? Can we carve out the federal lands for oil? No, just, just you go over there and kill your baby? Do it the old-fashioned way, like, the, like your savages used to do it with axes. Is that possible? 
There are a number of conversations on any number of options that can be out there. We the first time they do it, bring lawsuits. The very first time. Those are our federal lands. They're not just for the welfare roaches. All right. Brian and Gurney. Hey, Sean. Thanks. Thank you. Very, very much, man. Um, I like to talk about our, our so-called attorney general in Washington, Merrick Garland. What a buffoon. What can be done about this guy? He's still taking no action against anybody who's committed He can't. Crime. He's in Ukraine. Uh, he had to go thank the Ukrainian government right. that bribed a crack smoker, Hunter Biden. He can't focus on this. And by the way, he wouldn't be on, on the side of law anyway. These are Democrats who always bastardize law always profit they need this hyperness they need the lies because they profit from them they can't do it honestly what they're really upset about is they cannot take our money legally anymore and kill their kids that's what the real argument is about rich indian head park hi rich hi sean uh how you doing splendid great to Just talk to you again i didn't play so on. bad and i'm not so sore but everything else is good go ahead <laughs> One thing uh, that we learned uh, out of this uh, decision is that we all know who women are. Unlike uh, this uh, Kanji Brown uh, Jackson, who's going to be a Supreme Court justice, uh, we kind of helped her out. Now she, uh, now she knows who women are. Yeah, well, we could, <laughs> so we we could throw a wrench in it. We could explain to her that we want to have male abortion for free. That'll confuse them, and somebody might end up with a check. Michael on the south side. Hi, Sean. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Anytime, uh, Mayor Lightfoot's uh, act this weekend was especially disgusting. Uh, shootings happening all over town, and she spent the whole weekend complaining about Roe versus Wade, and then showed disrespect by uh, dropping the f bomb on on Clarence Thomas. And I'm thinking, when did she ever say f? When did she ever drop the f bomb on a gangbanger? No, I love I mean, that because this is the side she's on. You know, the other thing too is. I'm shocked at her ability to not care about anything other than her own position. I've always been curious to know why uh, someone like Lori Lightfoot isn't celebrating Clarence Thomas. After all, he is a black man who is at the Supreme Court and has been for 30 years. Why doesn't she celebrate him? Why does she attack him? Because ultimately, Michael, somebody's going to have to figure out. It doesn't matter what race you are, what religion you are. If you speak against the fascistic Marxist mafia, that's when you're on the outs, and that's when they will turn on him. I couldn't help but notice Samuel L. Jackson. Did you read what he said this weekend? He yeah, was calling him all kinds of slanderous names. And after all, we've got uh, Samuel L. Jackson, we've got Pink, and every other notable philosopher. Shut up and sing. And as for you, Samuel L. Jackson, you read the words somebody else wrote. Don't speak your own, because when you open your mouth, you show everybody what an ignorant scumbag you really are. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate the call. Uh, Craig Mount Greenwood, give me the accent, babe. I need it. Oh, hey, Sean. Thanks for speaking to me soon. Anytime. What's wrong? Oh, you, well, you, 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 are you sleeping on a my pillow? You sound like you're yelling in the pillow. Wait a minute. How's that? I just yeah, took you off speaker. Better. Much better. Oh, thank you. Good, thank good. You. I appreciate it. Go ahead. Yeah, well, hey, thank you for always bringing your A game, there, uh, brother. You are, oh. You're on fire all the time. And I think we scared a couple of the practice golfers. You know, you never know if there's a Democrat. But here's the good news. I toned it down just in case they might be. I don't want them to be offended that I identify every single one of them as rat wannabe gangsters or welfare roaches. Go ahead. Hey, I have two little points on this. I mean, it's all about the power. 
he's rotten, uh, leftists and everything like that. Yeah. Um, they, they see losing a little bit of power here in some way or another, and that's it. But here's the big point. You compare this here, what they're called, like you compare January 6th, what they call an insurrection, yeah. and when uh, Trump said, hey, uh, peacefully and, uh, you know, go home and everything like that, and, uh, uh, and uh, patriotically, now yeah. you got this uh, a-hole uh, sea, and uh, you got Marxist waters and everything. They're trying to raise all kinds, get these people all uh, dis- destroying well, things and getting them fighting and, and all that. You know, it's, it's insane. And they have to realize that more people are shot on a Friday afternoon by 4.30 than any insurrection that they claim happened on January 6th. There's more violence on a Monday afternoon in the sewer of Chicago committed by Democrats, perpetrated on Democrats, than January 6th. In fact, on January 6th, if they really think about what happened, all that really happened is an unarmed 120-pound female veteran was shot in the neck, assassinated by a Democrat campaign contributor. And he was given a medal. This is who you're dealing with. That's why this isn't a political philosophy. It's fascism, Marxism, and a mafia wrapped into one. They don't fool me, not for a minute. And I'd love to have a debate with any of their wannabe tough guys. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome. On the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. What happened, Squirrel? Did you fall on the wrong button? I know I'm on. What kind of music is this? What is wrong? Start working for Mr. Rogers? All right. Make excuses. We are back. We are here live at Mistwood to benefit Lydia Home which is an organization that doesn't murder the babies. It tries to help them through life. And it's funny, I was looking at the kids today. They came out, and they were saying Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. And I was thinking, what, which one of these kids should be murdered? Which one of these kids was a burden, should not have the right to exist? Which one would not make the most of their lives and be a good excuse to murder? And then which one should we take public money and use it for? And I couldn't come up with one. I saw all their beautiful faces. I said, boy, I don't think there's one of them that could be killed. But I'm silly that way. I like to reason. I like to look at people and think they have the right to their life. And if they throw it away like a Democrat, well, that's their own choice. They're free to do that. And they could live 80, 90 years on the dole or in some sort of corrupt mafia where they pretend they made money, and that's up to them. But in the end, they still have the right to that. That's called right to life. I like that position. I know somebody else who likes that position. He's running for governor. His name's Gary Rabine. I think it's Rabine time, and I think that will save Illinois at least let me out of my real estate holdings. Gary, how are you, you handsome devil? I'm doing great, Sean. How are you today? Very good. So you're, this is it. This is the mad crush, right? You got hours left, and it starts tomorrow, and uh, you've been zigzagging. I know I talked to you on Sunday. You were in the car for how many hours, how many parades, and not the kind that ended with you burning a building. How did it work out? It worked out great. You know, I did some dancing up on the hood of the Bluesmobile, and you know, jumped on and off that a few times. I did wipe out one time, so I got some, a skin skin hand did here, but really? no big well, deal. Hey, there's not a you car know, made that Pritzker could jump on. Maybe one of those Ukrainian tanks. Aside from that, he ain't getting <laughs> on anything. No, we have a lot of fun. We have, we're, we're zigzagging around the state still today, and we're going to continue that to the finish line. You know, Gary, we're sitting at, the, at a time in Illinois when the people that move out are the exact opposite of the people a state wants to move out. The actual doers. The people who make the world go round, the welfare roaches and the corrupt pay-to-play scumbags who think they're the upper echelon, 
they don't really do anything good for a society. Can Illinois survive if a Republican you doesn't win? Can Illinois survive or will it just go on the trajectory of every other Democrat sewer around the planet? Well, it can't survive if we have another Pritzker in office. Pritzker wins again, we can't win. We have to elect somebody that can beat Pritzker. Unfortunately, you know, the guy that they say is leading right now can't beat Pritzker, in my opinion. Uh, and, and we have to beat Pritzker first and foremost. And then when we do beat Pritzker, we've got to have a governor that will crush the regulatory environment in small business, so small, in all business. So the small right. businesses and the caterpillars of the world want to stay here. So they got to tell you, caterpillar's gone, I'll get him back. If you I know, win, Cat will be back. And when I don't win, John Deere, John Deere, another great company, will be next. They'll all go. They'll all go. You know, I was watching the debate a little bit. And they gave this idea like there's somebody out there that thinks there's an area of taxation that should increase. So I'm going to ask you on the record, is there one area, aspect, outside of the pay-to-play corruption that the Democrats thrive on, is there one area in Illinois that should pay one cent more in taxes? You know, I I think it's maybe the toilet tax on Pritzker, but otherwise zero, none none other. Okay, we we can't, we, we, we have the highest tax the tax in the country now, highest property tax, second highest gas tax. We have to crush our property tax, number one, to get us down to an average. That'll help. But no, every, every t- we're, we're, we're number one or number, top ten in almost every tax in the, in, that we have in our state, and, and it's got to stop. It's the only way we survive is lower taxes and lower regulation on business. Eighty cents a gallon in taxes in Illinois. Eighty cents, which is exactly how much more it is than Florida. You've got, when you go to buy a sticker for your fracking license plate, if you're a father and you got, you got your wife's got a car and you got a daughter or son that drives, you got three cars. <laughs> Cost you $460 for vehicle stickers. Should that exist? No, they're, they're going to they're gonna tax everything they possibly can until we're totally broke because it doesn't matter what they tax. We can't keep up with $500 billion of pension debt. And when, when you look at my opponents in this race, both of, the, both of the two main opponents I have right now, both said they want to freeze taxes. But they're they're, they're going to they're veto all new taxes. I'm sorry. That's not good enough. we got to have a governor strong enough to recalibrate our, our, our overhead in the state, make it sustainable so our, so our interest is lower, and then we need to lower our taxes, lower regulation. We, freezing them is, 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 a, is a disaster. We'll, we'll, we will die a fast death if we keep them where they're at. Gary, I look around, I, I, I uh, have the cigar store, you know, I was back there, and I told the story about when I'm driving on 83 in St. Charles, and to cut one lot, a corner lot, three big orange trucks, brand new equipment, pulls out, cuts one lot. Should there be a way to eliminate the cost of, to the people of this ridiculous over-service? And should some of these services be privatized? Wouldn't that, in essence, be much better? for the economy here in Illinois? Or should we just let government to continue to grow like the Soviet Union, where these guys somehow have a better and, and, and are more virtuous, and we can tax real working people so they can sit in those pension incubators? Sean, I, I'm a turnaround guy, as, as you know. And in government, the best turnarounds in the state in our country's history are states that embrace what we call P3s, public-private partnerships, where private businesses take over the burden of labor. They take over the burden of and, 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 and accountability of, and longevity of warranties on roads, okay? This, when they do this, you get a better product for less money, and the responsibility is not, there's actual accountability. When our government workers do things, 
there's no accountability. There's no warranties. And, and, the, and the pace at which they do it is slower than molasses, okay? Private-public partnerships are, are successful in Indiana, Tennessee, Florida, Texas, the best states. We need to embrace public-private partnerships and, 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 and shrink government. Either that, Gary, or you should open a moving company for your last business. Because the reality is, if things do not change, if this fat slob trust fund baby with buttered hands wins again, we got a problem on our hands, kid. And I hope you can well, communicate that. Did you start, did you copyright the slogan I gave you, defund Illinois corruption, or did you, did you blow me off on that suggestion? I liked it, buddy, but I got too many. You can only have, you only have a couple <laughs> messages, right? Paving the way to stay. It's Ray buying time. That's enough, buddy. That's enough. I, right. People get confused otherwise. But I got to tell you, talk about Pritzker, though. Pritzker is $34 million in one of my opponent's campaigns. That's, that's the, the guy that's leading Bailey. That by the, I, don't, I don't pay for polls, but polls out there show that, he, say that he's leading right now. And $34 million of his race is funded by the, by the Democratic Governors Association that Pritzker has funded, okay? Yeah. The, the, why, and why would that be? The, it's never happened before that we know in history, okay? DEI's got about a half a million from the You sure you got the right like Pritzker? Because they all look alike. None of them are attractive. They all look like something from the Munsters. No. Are you sure you got the right Pritzker? Because it could be that Penny. Uh, she slips that ugly head, and somebody will gladly say JB. No, it was JB on this one, buddy. It's, it's, it's right. documented. JB funded. But here's, here's the deal, though. When that happens, you know, they're, 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 they're positioning the worst candidate to win so they can beat him, the best candidate for JB to beat. You know and what this, I like, this too? Is, this is what we got to watch out for. A governor that could do a pull-up. That would have been Raybine time. That's all you had to say. I want a governor that can do a pull-up. There's only do, one I guy in the ring. Sullivan might do it. I can do, 30, I can do, I can do 35 do or 40. Yeah. So let me ask you this. I haven't done my match yet. You want to know why I'm optimistic, and I really do think you have a much better chance than they're giving you, and I'm going to tell you why. $54 million of that front-running fraud, Ken Griffin's money, $54 million, and not a Republican that's kissed his ass, not one, is going to win any race. That is a real bright spot, and I think that's why you're being underrated. You know how I feel. I don't vote in this sewer anymore, but if I could, it would be Gary Rabine. And I hope, uh, I hope you win, brother. I really do, because you're the guy that can turn it around. You're the only one that actually created something from nothing. The only one. Not subsidized. You weren't paid to sit on your ass and drive a new pickup truck. You actually worked for your money. So come hell or high water if you lose, kid. I'm driving your ass in the trunk if I have to, because I know you could do all the pull-ups. I'll throw you in the trunk. I'm moving you out, because I'm not going to let him make an ass out of you. All right? We're not, I'm not leaving. I'm going to fight for the state no matter what, buddy. All right. Well, I wish you the best of luck. Gary Rabine, you're my guy. There's no question about it. Thank you for joining me. It's Rabine time. Rabine time. Governor, that could do a pull-up. Boy, you could win like seven states. We'll be back after this with your calls. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. So I received a text message. But I didn't mention an endorsement. I, what happened? The, uh, Trump didn't endorse Gary. He endorsed Bailey. I don't give a rip. That doesn't mean anything to me. I don't, I don't care who Trump endorsed. I care who's best for the state. I, I, I hope one of the two of them wins. That's great. But I, I, I support Gary for a specific reason. Not just because of business, of which he's fantastic at. But because I know him and I know what kind of a person he is. And I know he's somebody that really can change things instantaneously. 
because he doesn't want to wade around in the corruption and kiss ass. Here's one thing I've never understood about politicians. I've never understood this. So you're in politics, and some guy tells you you don't get to park by the door, you're a Republican, you park over there. And you do this and that. And then you play by the, you know, you, you, you just get along with that? And you put up a little resistance, and then all of a sudden that's a fight? I don't know. I don't know, maybe to each their own. I picked my guy, and I will continue to pick my guy. It's Gary Rabine, and I make no, no, I do not, I, I, unequivocally. Judy Lamont. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. Uh, tried to um, so Saturday night, afternoon, evening, Downers Grove is having their growth fest, and my husband was volunteering down there, and that's run by the Rotary International. And if you want to come and do any politicizing, you are supposed to spend $250, get a table, and stay behind your table and just talk to people and have the people come on up to you. Well, I don't know exactly what time it was, afternoon, evening, in comes Irvin with a couple of his bodyguards walking the crowd and talking, and there was nothing the guys could do because he just came in and they're not going to kick him out at that point, but he couldn't even get $250 of Griffin's money to get a table and do it the right way. Judy, you made my day. $54 million, and he yeah. couldn't pay the 250 You know why? He's That's a political chiseler. He's a chiseler and a whore. And here's the good news. For $250, you could have got Irving and his $2 whore girlfriend to come over to your house and make a fruit salad. Thank you, Judy. Love the best part is he's losing. I got to go to break. Fastest show on radio. I'll be back after this. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. My next guest is a veteran pollster, political operative, and the owner of Victory Research. Right out of Illinois, his name is Rod McCulloch. Now, Rod, before I get started, you don't have the audacity to put plastic on your head and pretend it's hair and then make me say it is hair, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, good. I want to make sure I'm not talking to Frank Lutz because he's a putz, and I don't like his polls. I think they're skewed to his opinion. You, on the other hand, have quite the reputation of delivering true research. So let us all in on a little research. Uh, yeah, well, tomorrow's a big day, and uh, it looks like that, uh, in the Republican side at least, that um, the conservative grassroots voters are going to deliver a couple of big victories. So you mean to tell me, from the looks of what you're seeing, $54 million of the front-runner Ken Griffin's money appears to be wasted as if it were in a Miami strip joint. Is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> well, I think it was spent so poorly, and the campaign was run so poorly, I don't think they could have spent $124 million and got a different result. I have to tell you, it's rare that I say this, but I'm proud of my fellow Illinoisans for seeing through the con... And now we are down to, tell me where the slippage lies in your polls, in your experience. Right when you think you're sure, have you ever been upset with your opinion, or have you always been right where you thought you would be? 
No. Um, there have been, well, there have been times when I certainly uh, thought a race would be closer than it was or, uh, or, or not as close as I thought it was. Uh, a couple of local, smaller races I have been around. I mean, every pollster, if you're in business, will get one or two wrong. But, you know, there's a lot of things in polls. First of all, polls are not predictions, and that's a mistake that a lot of people make. But there's a lot of things that you can't control. One is turnout. I think this is going to be, in this primary, a very low turnout. Um, and it's partially because they moved the primary to June. And that was, I think, part of also a master plan on the Democratic Party. Uh, they always want to keep the insiders in and the outsiders out. And they can talk about how the census was laid and all that. But uh, I think they knew it would be a low turnout in June, and they, they're not unhappy with that. So I want to ask you, because um, I think the reason we're in this predicament, and I mean nationwide, not Illinois. I know why we're in it, Illinois. The gangster pay-to-play scheme was more enticing to people than, that would, than they were disgusted by it, and that's a testimony to the character of Illinois. But I want to talk a little bit about the, I think the most important part, part of government is Congress. Granted, it's been pretty much neutered and nullified, but what does it look like in the Illinois congressional races? You've got Sean Gaston, the heiress to a green energy boondoggle. And you've got Lauren Underwood, who at the time when she won didn't have an Illinois driver's license and didn't live in the state. Is there any hope to get those two buffoons thrown out on their ass? Well, I will tell you, I've been saying ever since they redrew the districts that I think that the Democratic Party, when they redrew them, fooled themselves a little bit. Uh, I think the suburban districts, not just those two, but the Bill Foster district also, um, is they are not as democratic as the numbers that the party put out might have you believe. For one thing, they only used the last three elections to do their analysis, two of which Donald Trump was on the ballot for. But the last similar election with a Democrat in the White House in an off-year election, 2014, they did not even factor that into it. And I just think that was bad. That was like political malpractice, quite frankly. You know, we're, we're, we've been through this situation in Illinois where the vast majority of Illinois is not necessarily in on the Democrat mafia. You've got I don't know how many counties that rarely, rarely has a Democrat won. Yet, really, what do they need to win the state? It's primarily Cook and DuPage, and the rest of the counties are pretty much in the wind. Is that correct? Well, um, part of the problem, of course, always lies in the state Republican Party. You know, I, I didn't know this until recently. Somebody pointed it out to me, and I did my own research on it. All those elections when the state party uh, House Republicans were going around as uh, their slogan saying, Fire Madigan, Fire Madigan. Did you know that they didn't even run enough candidates to win a majority if every single one of their candidates had won? I'm not surprised. So you, had, you had dozens of districts, House districts, without, without a Republican candidate even on the ballot. So how did you expect to take the majority? It's just mind-boggling how incompetent the yeah. only Republican Party organization has been over the years. Second place pays very well in organized syndicate. Um, when it comes to the Senate, Tammy Duckworth, I'm not sure what the hell she does. She pretty much is a rubber stamp for every national Marxist mafia platform. I don't think she's ever had an original thought in her life. However, she is loyal to the mafia. In Illinois, we're strapped with a senator who since never worked, he worked as a, as a half-assed professor, 
And since 1984, he wins hands down every year because he speaks like a fat Mr. Rogers. Is there any hope in getting Tammy Duckworth thrown out? I, I think so. You know, again, I, I point and I, I point this out everywhere I go, and some of the media sometimes picks up on it, sometimes they don't. Illinois has a well-deserved reputation of being a blue state, but just like other blue states, they're not invulnerable to off-year election results. As we saw in Virginia and New Jersey, where uh, the Democrat in the White House in an off-year election resulted in Republican victories, that has happened in Illinois also. Uh, 2014, Bruce Rauner was elected. Judy Bardafinka was elected. 2010, Mark Kirk won a U.S. Senate seat. And, uh, and several, uh, Republicans won statewide also. Dan Rutherford, Judy Bardafinka, Bill Brady came within a whisker of the governor's office. So if you run a candidate against Tam, I'm not saying Tammy Duckworth is easy to beat, but I think that she, her service counts for something. Voters will give her credit for her service. Uh, but but her Senate record will also count for something, and that I think that's been somewhat disappointing, as you pointed out. So I, in the Republican primary, the last three polls have shown Kathy Salby polling away with a about a 10-point lead in each one of these polls. Uh, it seems like she has some momentum, sort of like Darren Bailey does on the governor's side. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, their family's resources or potential resources, the ability to raise money, uh, and... Um, some name ID uh, also from the family running for office in the past. I think she's the best bet to beat Danny Duckworth if I'm a Republican. And I think she's going to win the primary. And I also think Darren Bailey, I don't think, I mean, the Trump endorsement Saturday sealed the deal for him. I think he was going to win anyway, but there's just no doubt now Darren Bailey's going to win. Now, um, I have a question for you. I, I, I'm still in awe of the amount of human beings, let alone Americans, that like the idea that they should be able to kill their kid. How does abortion poll, and do you poll specifically for the people who choose to murder their kids? <laughs> well, as a pollster, I can tell you that it does matter, not just on this issue, but on many other ones, how the question is worded. And people are not, it's not a black and white issue. There are, for instance, there are people who uh, adopt the Republican platform position of uh, no abortions except in the case of rape, incest, and the life of the mother. Some of those people call themselves pro-choice. If you ask them, are you pro-life or pro-choice? Some of those people will say, oh, I'm pro-choice, because I give them a choice on those three exceptions. So just to ask that question in that manner will not get you the right, right result. You need to be specific. And what we found in presidential elections, particularly with exit polling, is that even if the pro-choice position is more popular, and for instance, the uh, recent polling on this Roe v. Wade overturn shows that it's maybe seven to nine points in favor of the quote-unquote pro-choice position. But in other presidential elections, when, it's, when people are asked as they're leaving the polls, what was the number one issue you voted on? And all, in every election I've seen, by a slight margin, Pro-life voters saying that was the number one issue uh, ranks ahead slightly of pro-choice voters who say that was the number one issue. So it, in my view, it really is almost a wash, uh, no matter what the media wants you to believe. So in your view, in your view, let me ask you this before I let you go, Rod McCulloch. In your, we lost him? We lost Rod McCulloch, so I can't ask him this. So I'm going to ask uh, some of the listeners and some who are on the line. 
Is this push by the Democrat mafia to ignore the results of their governance and insist to create a hyper-response to the Supreme Court's ruling on the ability for women to kill their babies? Is this, Rod, is this enough, yes, in your back. opinion, this, this, this push that you see by these failed mafia Democrats to distract, rightfully so, their constituents from the fact that their quality of life has never been lower in a generation. Is it enough to rally support where they would have lost it, do you think? No. Uh, it's my belief that uh, this midterm election will be based on what almost every national election is, and that's the economy. Um, and if, if gas is still five fifty six seven dollars $7 a gallon and inflation is still running out of control, then we know what's going to happen. I mean, history tells us what's going to happen. So uh, there will be 10 more big events between now and November that will be equally as unimportant as the economy. The economy is going to be the driving factor in this election. Listen, um, I have to tell you, if I ever get a boat, I'm going to name it equally unimportant. I love those two words together. I want to thank you for putting them together, and I want to thank you for coming on my show, Rod McCulloch. He is the owner of Victory Research. Keep it up. All right, sir. Thank you very much. And don't ever sell plastic as hair, all right? <laughs> I will not do that, I promise. Thank you very much. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I like doing a live broadcast. I like it. I think we scared away at least three Democrats. It's all right. Yeah. He had a love handle bigger than a third grader. Couldn't take the heat. Get out of the kitchen. Randy Donnelly. How are you, buddy? Hey, good to talk to you. Hey, I, I, I want to thank you so much, so much for, for having Gary Rabine on. Uh, people oh, need you. to hear from him. It's so important. This is our last push. For, for a true governor to take over this state. Yeah. And, you know, I, I do something where I'm, I've never insulted anybody else that's in the race on the Republican side, at least at least the top two guys that are Gary's opponents. I, I, I don't really insult them. I don't have to. I'm telling you why I like him. I like him very – he built something from nothing. As far as I can see, he's the only one that did that. And when I say that, it's because I'm referencing Sullivan and his history of having money from Silicon Valley. Unacceptable unacceptable over with game over never been my guy as for bailey i don't know him he i met him a couple times very affable guy but he's not my kind of guy my kind of guy is gary rabine now that being said um if gary rabine comes in second and i'll support bailey but i won't do it under the uh, excitement i would have if it were rabine because we need somebody who understands exactly what an actual businessman goes through and there's nothing against farmers i like farmers and all the rest of it but if you're subsidized, I got a problem with it. I got a problem with it. I don't like subsidies. I really don't. So I like a guy that built it. He's going to know how to make it so that other people can follow. And by the way, Gary wouldn't be in politics. He wouldn't be if he didn't have to be. He didn't ever wanted to be a politician, ever. He's going to go retire. His life changed, and he's got grandkids, and that's why he's doing it. I find that to be admirable on top of the, uh, on top of the fact that he was dragged into it. I don't like guys that were in it. I'm sorry, but you learn how to lie. That's why Gary is probably polling where he is. He's not good at lying, which is the beauty well, of you Gary. Know, 
you're you're so right. But but here's what what I'm really worried about right now is I'm hearing so many people saying to me, "Oh, you know, I don't vote in the primaries. I, I I'll wait until the election." Yeah. How could they possibly be saying that? The because they're morons. Tomorrow, you live in Illinois. It's the most. Yep, yep, they're morons. Right. You know, notice, Randy, look at this. Like. They've been voting for the mafia for 100 years, these stupid idiots. And they can't get enough of yeah. it. They got a girl up there who's yeah. pretending to care about uh, 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 people by advocating that they kill their kids. They're morons. Morons. So you're yeah. never going to try yeah. and please yeah. the morons. And if you do, odds are you're probably saying something moronic. What do you think of that? Well, I, I, again, you know, you know, my, you know me, I, I'm supporting Raybine 100%. There's tens of thousands of customers I have out there in, uh, uh, in, in your audience, and uh, I keep saying Raybine is our only chance. I love it, Randy Donnelly. And let me know, you got, a, you got an auction coming up, don't you, kid? You just had a big no, one. You When's know, your it, next one? It, it was just this last weekend. We do one a month, though. The next one's guns and uh, military in July. But what I, about, I do want to say one more, one, one more quick thing. You know, my, my family has owned the Wild West town in Union, Illinois, for, for 50 years. Wow. And we've now got it closed. And I'll tell you, if Rabine doesn't win, it's going to remain closed. And I will. This is my last fight trying to keep our businesses, the auction company and everything here in Illinois. But, I, you know, you keep saying, get out of Illinois, get out of Illinois. And it will be time. It'll it be a mass be exodus. For us to get yeah. out if, if Raybine does not win I, this. I, I agree. I agree with you. And where did my Pritzker Buffalo head sell at? Did my $10 get the bid? <laughs> I'm looking at Tom from Blue Island. He's got quite a Buffalo head on him. But I'm talking about the one that looked just like JB. <laughs> All right, Could well, be hanging listen. in your office right now. All right, and if you come across a picture of Chuck Connors when he played Geronimo, I want you to put Elizabeth Warren's name on it, and I'll buy it no matter what you want. Okay, Randy Donnelly? <laughs> you Thank got you. it. Thank you I so love much. I my cheekbones. Thank you very much. Uh, Kevin, Pete, two times. What do you got, kid? Sure. Yeah, it was great to have uh, listen to Ron on the show, given his uh, polling and that type of stuff. And I want to congratulate everybody. And please don't hang up on me. I want to congratulate everybody. No guarantees. Who, uh, who decided not to listen to you and got involved on their favorite conservative candidate. And whoever that is at the opposite side of it, to continue to stay involved. Because it's by getting involved and things can change. Why don't you just say what you mean? Stop beating around the light foot. Here's what I want you to do. Here's what I want you to do. Just say you want to thank your fellow Illinoisan for not buying the lying rat bastard Richard, also known as Dick Irvin and Ken Griffin's money. Yeah. Can you just say that? Absolutely. My, oh my. I think it's both fans. Well, what do you expect? I got a guy from Austin, Texas telling us how important it is to be involved in Illinois. You ran. You left. You're just smarter than the average bear. Don't rub it in. All right, let's go to this guy, Mr. Selfie, and the reason that... Uh, Lap dance prices have skyrocketed. Mark Weiermiller. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mark Weiermiller, raising lap dance prices across the nation. What are you doing? That's funny. We're uh, heading out to the Bailey event, and we just drove by the Admiral Theater, so you must be tracking us here. Yeah, I know I know your route, sicko. So Go ahead. Does, uh, so we're heading out to the Bailey event. We were at the uh, Trump event over the weekend. But I want, I, I don't know if you've talked about it, but why hasn't Lori Lightfoot resigned over what she said about Clarence Thomas? Because she's right on track, on? man. She's right on track. She's not based in, in principles. She's not based in, in law. 
ironically enough, being a, a slip-and-fall lawyer herself, which from what I understand, she's not a very good one. What she's based in is rallying the fascist Marxist mafia. That's why she sits there, and that's why they tolerate it. When 33 gets shot on a weekend, and that's the under of what you expect in that Democrat sewer. Are you waiting for bad people to do good things, Mark Wyamiller? Then keep waiting for the Admiral to offer a coupon. Uh, Mac in Freeport. Where did he go? Where did he, where, why can't yep. I get the Mac? Hey, Sean. Hey, bud. Hey. Hey, listen. Uh, I want to talk about DeVore. Um, this guy's This guy's a liability. Uh, Which one's DeVore? John DeVore. He's, yeah, he's running, he's running for... Uh, I suing his mother-in-law like the jerky boys? I sue you, I sue everybody? No? Yeah, I mean, the guy is, is, no. is so ethically challenged. It's, it's unreal. He took advantage of his client, uh, a young woman, and oh, then don't he... Don't say anything I can't no, validate. Listen, 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 no, you can validate it. And then you, and then you broke into a, a warehouse, and there's, uh -oh. a court, there's a court case against him. All right, well, let me know. When, I think it's Adams, Adams County. Check let me know out. when he's. Let me know when he's guilty. I. I think. Did I talk to him, Honey Bunny? Did I speak to him? I, why do I always say I entered? No, I didn't interview. I was a little freaked out. I think by suing the mother-in-law. I didn't watch Jerry Springer, but I hear it was a hell of a show. Uh, Ruth in Elgin. Hi, I just thought I'd voice this on the abortion. If you need an abortion, let uh -huh. there be no hesitation. Illinois is your state. That's Pritzker's proclamation. Your health is just is first, and we don't mean maybe. Of course, just you and not your baby. So come to Illinois. Don't wait another day. We'll get rid of your baby without delay. Ruth, you better be careful. The Democrats will start throwing checks at you. I think, is that a sonnet? That might be a sonnet. I like it, Ruth. Thank you very much. And that's the only way. That's the only way Illinois can have tourism. Come on over and kill your baby. It's a killing field here in Illinois. Just ask a Chicagoan. They love it. Keep voting Democrat, you scumbags. We'll be back after this. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I don't know when I come home in the evening, she got nothing nice to say to me. Now you're cooking, squirrel. When you pick songs, I want you to think about a man, baby. Looking for a woman. You know, normal stuff. Not that freakish stuff. Uh, I have to tell you, there is a lot going on. And I know that we have to spend a lot of time talking about abortion, but we should because it's a great intersection of what exists in with. Or talk about the nuances of capitalism versus socialism or quasi-fascism with people who believe one of their main principles is that society, any society, any human being, should be able to kill their own baby. And somehow this is a right rather than a tragedy, rather than an atrocity. How do you quantify 65 million lives? How do you quantify that? And the answer is you can't, right? But to hear them try and articulate when you should consider that person alive. See, I think it's very simple. When you see them, when their heart is beating, when they can feel pain, and they're helpless. I like to watch the women who pretend to be compassionate and care about everyone else's kids, or society in general. Advocate for the ability for a woman to kill her child. And I like when they look funny. I do. I like when they have love handles on their neck. I find it amusing. Her name is Stacey Abrams. She's got cottage cheese where her neck should be. 
and she has no idea what the hell she's talking about. I'm just asking, at what point do you start to care about the life of that baby, that baby girl in this, in some cases? What I would say is that it is a medical decision. I don't know of a single woman who reaches the stage where this decision is easy. That is not the case. And so this is a medical conversation. And while we are... No, 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 Stacy. listen, pay attention, Hamburglar. At what stage should we consider that living human being a person? And at what stage should the mother not be able to break its neck or hack off its head? That's what I'm asking you, fatso. Pay attention to the question. Absolutely compelled to have these difficult conversations. They should not be political ones. I should not be making decisions without having true understanding of the facts, and nor should any other political leader. This Man, I want to meet the caballero that cozies up to her. We're asking you when the baby is a person, rubberneck. This is not a political okay. issue. So I'm going to take issue. that as a, a, up to nine months in some cases, depending on, on the woman. Correct? Think about that, that. Is not what I, that is not what I said. I said this is a medical decision. And the medical decisions that have to be made have to be made in context. This is a specious approach to try to denude the entire argument. And the re Ooh, fancy words from a woman that thinks muffins are simply a sandwich maker. I'm asking you when the mother should not be permitted to break the baby's neck. You know, I, I, I never like when people hide behind words rather than say their intention. See, to me as a society, every adult with an IQ over 60 should be defending the baby. I, I, am, I am perplexed by this. I truly am. Especially when you're at organizations like I was at today. And you see an organization that it, it, its entire purpose is to help kids who have bad situations, bad parents, drug addict parents. They, they literally rescue them. And you see their faces. And kids don't know unless they're told that they're poor. Kids are optimistic every day. And to think that their life is somehow a choice rather than more important than the mother. If there has ever been a definition of humanity, it's the fact that the kids have a far brighter future than any adult in this country that would consider solving their financial problems or their situation by murdering their own child. I mean, it would be horrific. Everyone gets mad at, as, the, as the kid that shot all the innocent students. Why aren't you mad at the mothers that would consider to kill them before they had a chance to be students? This is just simply evil. But, you know, then again, so is a stack of pancakes followed by an all-you-can-eat breakfast for six ninety nine. It's just obscene. Do you support any limitation on abortion, or does it? do you think that women should have the right to have an abortion all the way up to nine months? I believe an abortion is a medical decision, and I believe that that should be a choice made between a doctor. Boy, I got a lot of bookies that would like to talk to her. I got a lot of bookies stiff. They want to do abort basically everybody that stiffed them. If only we could use the right language. A lot of guys could get, get away with stuff. And a woman and in consultation with her family. But I think the challenge that we have is that we keep putting this in a political space. This is a medical decision. And the so they're losing on every aspect of our own life. They call it inflation, but what it really is, is deflated of your actual dollars. No matter what class of income you are, your dollars have been affected to where you now can't buy as much as you did 17 months ago, not even close, on any spectrum. What is their big claim to fame? Obamacare. Have you ever witnessed a greater failure 
in government than Obamacare. None of that is a conversation. We are in a war that nobody wants to admit to. $60 billion. $60 billion given to a government, not a country, not a country. That country was involved in a civil war that killed over 16,000 of its own citizens. I know these idiots out there don't want to talk about it, but there was a time when our own Congress said we are not to give weapons to the Azov Battalion. Who are they? They're Nazis. That's the problem. Now they sit idly by as Joe Biden pays off the government that bribed him. They bribed him along with China, along, ironically enough, with Russia. And if you look at the grand scheme of things, where's the $60 billion? You want me to believe it's in weapons? Okay, well, you're just celebrating weapons that shoot 40 miles. That means we're going to ignore the fact that we are now launching weapons into Russia, which is the definition of World War III. And they're bombing gas depots and chemical plants. What about the ecosystem? What about the climate change? Isn't that important? I mean, after all, you want everybody to go out and buy one of your phony baloney cellular phone cars, also known as EVs, and you're all in the name of climate, but you don't give a rip if the Ukrainian government blows up gas depots and chemical plants, huh? See, it's about following them versus leading them. So they want us to follow them in this abortion conversation. We win. You're killing the babies, you rotten scum bastards. And when it comes to the money, where is my $60 billion? Where is it? Is it going to weapons to harm the climate? And what's your plan? How does the Ukrainian government, whose average salary is, what, a sawbuck a week for their citizens? How are you going to pay us back the money? What do we get for it? Or is this going to be another adventure where 20 years of war, of death of our brave men, controlled by these cowards, just goes unnoticed, and we turn over the country to terrorists like Afghanistan? Ah, forget about it. You know how similar this is for the guys who remember Vietnam? How did it start? Weapons. You remember? Weapons. Then we were going to consult. We're going to send advisors. Then we lost 58,000 brave Americans. And what? For what? The Vietnamese government calls itself Democrat Socialists, just like every Democrat in government. And we're supposed to sit idly by. I don't want to sit idly by. So when Joe Biden's voicemail breaks from another, another scandal that should be front page news, this is Joe Biden talking to his crack-smoking son about a business meeting with the communist Chinese. Hey, pal, it's Dad. It's 8.15 um, on uh, Wednesday night. If you get a chance, give me a call. Not, nothing urgent. just want to talk to you. I thought the article, at least the thing on online, is going to be printed tomorrow in time. It's good. That's the article in New York, uh, the New York Times which they were supposed to ask him about his business dealing and the fact that China gave him $31 million and nobody knows what this crack-smoking piece of garbage does except knock up $3 hookers. Nobody can tell you what Hunter Biden does. He's an economic renaissance man. What's he do? Ah, nothing. Because he's a bag man for that scum on the phone. Bag man. And now you want to know who's actually making money which country which dollar which currency is stronger is it america's or china's or russia's or ukraine where's my 60 billion what is it oh let's all run around and talk to idiots about the right to kill their own babies we think about it everyone has something at risk on this first of all if you are a parent of sons uh -huh. do think about what this means uh -huh. for the life of your son this means that we can see our grandkid, you moron vice president with calluses on your knees. That's what it means.
description. It's the office tramp, which is really what we're dealing with. But we're all taking advice from her. What are her qualifications? Let's listen to the intellect of the Democrat philosopher, vice president who earned it the old-fashioned way. And now the kids need to be online to help get their homework done. Brilliant. Broadband wire, why do we care uh -huh. about that? We're going to lay it across the country. Oh, you've been laying something, honey. It's outrageous, and this is the pickle we're in. They call themselves Democrats. I call them organized crime. You have an apparatchik of China, of Russia, of Ukraine. They're doing far better, that corrupt mafia, than any citizen here. Any Democrat living in the sewer of the Chicago area. 33 shot doesn't even make the news anymore. You're fungible. That's why they don't care about your babies, you morons. John in Milwaukee. Hello, Sean. I was wondering, and this is a hypothetical question, has the FBI or the DOJ, uh, with their political leaning, have they uh, found out who uh, leaked the uh, Supreme Court decision? And no, I that's not news anymore. No. And the FBI and those Irish gangsters with their side parts and their cheap off-the-rack suits were running cover for every Democrat gangster, just like they were only what? How far were they from Madigan's office? The guy who ruined our state? For 50 years, he was bribed in a pay-to-play scheme. FBI know nothing. How many times did they talk to the FBI staff or the staffers of Mike Madigan? The FBI's in on it. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. See, you just got to yell at my guy Squirrel Hands a little bit. You got to tell him, pick with music, and what is he? He picks the best. Everybody needs a little incentive from time to time. Let's go to the lines. Tom in Blue Island, I knew it was quiet in here. Hey, Sean, I want you to be credited for being one of the few men that are willing to take the abortion issue on di directly. You know why? I'm not trying to pick up people know. Girls. You know why I'm not trying to pick anybody up anymore? We've been putting up with this for 50 years of stupidity. As we sat there and said, okay, in hopes that we could take them out to the parking lot. I took enough girls out to the parking lot. I gave, I gave up yes, on sir. picking up girls. So now we're going to tell them the truth. Stop killing our kids. Stop killing yes, your sir. kids. Stop killing. You're the man, Sean. Oh, thank you very much, Tom. By the way, I have to say, quite a golf swing on Tom. Did you notice him out there? I was distracted by his cleavage with hair on it, but really quite a golf swing on him. What? Mackers. It's oh. true. Oh, uh, right now. Chuck in Dullivan. Hey, how you doing? Uh, thanks for mentioning my band, my band from high school, Calluses on Your Knees. Hey, yes. uh, the, the people are very upset. Yeah, the people are very upset that it's $6 gas, uh, and now they got to go to a different state to kill their babies. Yeah. So, well, the, the uh, good news for you is you're going to lose a lot of idiots from time to time. Uh, the, bad, the bad news is $6, Chuck, you mark my words. By the time this time next year, that'll look like a bargain. You'll be driving hey, around. I was with your buddy yesterday. Guess. Which buddy? I don't have a lot of friends. I was with. Oh yeah, you do. I was with Tony Ocean yesterday. He was over in Como, and uh, it was a great show. Four hours. We had a bunch of fun. He sung a bunch of Sinatra songs. I was dancing yeah. with my girlfriend. We had a riot. He can sing. Very good, Tony Ocean, my neighbor. Thank you very much. John, John, John. I appreciate it. Let's go to Nancy, Chicago. 
Hi, Sean. I love your show. Um, I have a question. Who would you support in the U.S. Senate race in Illinois, the GOP ticket? So, you know, I don't vote in Illinois. I've had on, I know that. Um, I've had on a couple of candidates, and um, I haven't made my mind up. That's a tough one. Uh, I like, I like uh, what's her name, the girl I like? Peggy Hubbard. I like I like Peggy Hubbard because I like somebody that worked in government and knows it's got to be straightened out. I'm sorry, it does, especially if you're talking about the Gestapo of the Democrat Mafia known as the IRS. Defund those rat bastards instead of incentivizing them to rob us. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I always enjoy speaking to my next guest. He's more than just a renaissance man. He's a legal scholar in a wide range of issues. Civil rights, civil justice, the First Amendment, immigration, the rule of law, government reform. He's a senior legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation's Edwin Mises III Center for Legal and Judicial Studies. His name is Hans von Spakovsky. Hans, thank you for joining me. How are you? I'm doing great, John. Thanks for having me back. Can you tell me, Hans, because uh, you are, I mean, quite the big brain on Brad, and a scholar and an expert on so many things, where in the Constitution does it say I have the right to kill my child? Uh, well, it doesn't. <laughs> There's nothing in the Constitution about that at all. Isn't it yet, uh... ridiculous that they would even suggest that it is in the Constitution, and now they have their, their 60 IQ minions that want to burn down places, all dressed in black, burning it again. I mean, it's just disgusting. Well, it is. Plus, um, look, the, look, the Roe versus Wade decision was probably the most anti-democratic decision by the Supreme Court in the last hundred years, because what they did was take it away from the voters and their elected representatives in the state to make the decision of what the rules are. And that's the way it had been, as, as Justice Alito says, for the first, what, 185 years of our uh, history. And then all of a sudden the Supreme Court says, oh, no, no, I recognize, we recognize the right to abortion in the Constitution. It's, it's nowhere in there. By the way, you know, uh, the three justices, the three liberal justices who were in the dissent, these are the same three liberal justices who say, oh, yeah, there is a right to abortion in the Constitution, but these are the same three who want to write the Second Amendment, which is explicitly in the Constitution, out of yes. the Constitution. Oh, the you know, they, they voted, they voted uh, in the New York gun case, which is also issued um, last week, saying... Uh, well, there was nothing wrong with New York's uh, almost complete restriction on concealed carry permits. Well, Hans, that's why I never call them liberal. I call them what they are, fascists, mafia. Um, but here's the other thing I want to ask you. We have, for the first time, out loud, the head of HHS, Becerra, Becerra, whatever, admitting that he is going to circumvent this and that he is going to fly people around to states like the one I'm broadcasting from, sewers of Democrat corruption, 
to murder their babies on the public dollar. He is bragging on a, on a conversation that he has government officials, government employees who work for me, not him, me, and that their job is they are tasked with finding a way to find the money to do this. I mean, isn't this, in essence, a declaration of incompetence, and shouldn't he be yanked from that position? Well, it's not just that, but it's a criminal violation of the law. There is a, a, a federal law called the Anti-Deficiency Act. And the Anti-Deficiency Act uh, punishes um, members of the federal government who spend federal funds in ways uh, for which they have not been appropriated. And none of the funds appropriated for the Department of Homeland Security were appropriated by Congress uh, for that kind of thing. And you, you can't do that. You know, the... Federal officials can only spend money the way Congress has directed them to, and they can't simply take the money and say, oh, I'm going to spend it on this other item just because I want to. That, that's, it's not just it's a sign of incompetence, but it's actually a criminal violation of the law. So uh, we are strapped with doing what? We, I mean, this is, a, this is unbelievable to me that because they have, as I like to call him, ferret face, but he's from Chicago, Illinois. He's part of our Olinsky Democrat scourge. Uh, we have him heading up the Department of Justice. We can just do nothing. I mean, there isn't something that's just a breaker. Okay, listen, you went on a syndicated television show and said you are going to use taxpayer dollars to undermine the rule of law in this country. What do they have to do to lose their jobs or at least make this stop? They're admitting what they're doing. Well, unfortunately, the problem is that the um, Biden administration for which he works, first of all, their Justice Department isn't going to enforce the Anti-Deficiency Act against him. And they, none of the officials in the Biden White House, including the president, have seemed to have any problem with simply violating federal law. And so the, the key to this, well, there's two keys to this. One is uh, lawsuits by the states, like the lawsuit that is currently uh, still pending. You know, we're still waiting a decision, hopefully released uh, Wednesday, on the Remain in Mexico policy on immigration issues that Trump put in and the Biden administration tried to remove. And remember, a number of states led by Texas actually sued, saying you can't do that. But the other, the other answer to this is if, if in November... Republicans take control of the House um, and hopefully the Senate, then they pass a bill, an appropriations bill that goes after him for doing this. And, you know, one of the ways to punish someone for something like that is to say uh, your salary for the uh, secretary of the Department of Homeland Security will now be one dollar a year. I mean, that's I like one it. way of just one way of punishing I like that. I think it should be that anyway. Let me ask you this. You dropped an article, the Democrat commissioners weaponized the FEC against heritage. This is obviously something that in Chicago we understand. If you uh, fight against the organized syndicate, the organized crime, they use their bureaucracies as weapons against you. Um, this is something I knew government was doing. I mean, I remember when uh, Obama won and what the IRS did and the rest of it. What are they doing specifically to you because the heritage... Uh, uh, group is just heritage.org is just too important to be under attack, but I'm not surprised at it. But what specifically is going on? Well, it's a complicated situation, but in essence, um, Democratic commissioners on the FEC are refusing to administratively close files, even after there's been a vote to say that 
the complaint that was filed with them claiming that uh, someone had violated campaign finance laws was frivolous. There's no merit to it. So by refusing to close the file and ending the matter, um, they are giving under another statute, they're giving private organizations the ability to sue uh, Heritage and six, seven other organizations, sue them directly because they're saying to federal courts, oh, well, the FEC is failing to enforce the law when in fact that's not the case at all. It's just that these commissioners refused to close the file and therefore notify the public that it was a frivolous complaint. So this is just a, it's, it's what government does. It just doesn't work. And it doesn't work on purpose because it likes the ramifications of not closing these cases uh, because this right. way you can intimidate and cause massive expenses to Heritage, correct? No, that's right. And like I said, it's not just Heritage Action. It's at least seven other organizations that, that apparently are in the very same boat. So obviously they want to prevent voter integrity. I mean, this is really what it is. You've got an entire political party that is advocating for cheating. There, I mean, I don't want to put, why put lipstick on that pig? Um, so what are we going to do about audits? Do we have any chance of ever being able to audit a vote, which pretty much isn't a vote. We're relying on gangsters to tell us the outcome of elections. It's like rolling dice with Big Jilly in Guys and Dolls. He remembers where the dots are. I don't want to believe liars anymore about election results. Are we ever going to be where I can audit the fact? State, some states are already starting to implement laws to put in election audits. Uh, Texas is the first state that has done that. Um, uh, uh, Republican legislators in Pennsylvania are pushing a bill to require audits after elections, and hopefully it will become a movement. And look, the argument is very simple. Audits, as you know, Sean, very well, because of what you've done for a living, are ubiquitous in the business world. Yes, and it ought to be ubiquitous in the election world. If, if public corporations and even nonprofits all have to be audited by the world, would we not also audit elections? Hans, it is so preposterous to me that the only place the, the people have no ability to check the results, I mean the only place, is voting. And we're from the sewer of Chicago. There is a reason these gangsters are in power. And it's not just because they're supported by the welfare roaches or the corporatists. They can rig the entire system. Queen of Heaven, which is a cemetery where my mother is, is the, is the cornerstone of Democrat voting here. It's, this, it's a joke, and you know that. And I need it to end. I want to go blockchain. I want fingerprints. I want face recognition. I want to make sure that what put this 81-year-old dimwit in power never happens again. Well, I, I, I can't say I disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the other thing. You um, Tell me about this museum dedicated to victims of communism. Are they specifically talking about Chicagoans, or have they included the Californians? <laughs> A uh, new private museum was opened in, in Washington, D.C. without any help from the federal government, even though they got help from governments like Hungary and the Baltic states, all of which suffered under communism. And it's dedicated to the 100 million people killed by communist regimes over the past 100 years. 100 million when you include everyone killed in China, Cambodia, the Soviet Union, and um, 
the worst part of it is, as they say, is, you know, today, well, yeah, 100 million dead, and today 1.5 billion people still living under communist regimes. You know, as you look at the current events and you look at the topics and you listen to the Democrats and you listen to some of the Republicans, you realize that humanity is in its intellectual infancy. And the idea that we can't recognize that any political policy that is steeped in force is a policy to reject because ultimately it doesn't bring people together. It tears them apart. And ultimately, when it is abided by in, in, in the intention of collectivism, it is responsible for deaths. How much longer do I have to put up with these idiots, Hans? I don't know. We got to get back to, to, to the control of our schools and our universities to start with so we can quit having this kind of propaganda talk to our kids. I'll tell you what I do like, Hans. What you're seeing is the separation of states. You're seeing states like the one I'm broadcast from advertise and hope to get uh, uh, people to come to state just to kill their babies. In essence, you're getting the backdoor secession that I wanted in the front door. I said, let's let them live among themselves. Let's separate. Isn't that really the trajectory of what's happening? Unfortunately, it may be true, but the cost of human lives from that is just horrendous. Well, like I say, Hans, we're coming out with a Sean Thompson uh, bathing suit. I know how much you enjoy your hoodie. Uh, once that comes out of development, I will get you one because you're one of my favorite guests. He is Hans von Spakowski. You can find him at heritage.org. Please, Hans, stay healthy, damn it. I will try to do that. Thanks for having me. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. A lot of guys think they could do radio. Did you see Jim? I said, come on, fill in. He started a hamana hamana stuttering. This isn't for everybody, but it's easy to do if you say exactly what's on your mind and you speak from the truth. That's something that we haven't been doing. The idea we've been tolerating this notion that it's somehow acceptable to kill babies. It's despicable and disgusting. Did you hear what the Kim Fox... I finally figured out why Kim Fox doesn't give a rip about the gangster disciples killing innocent people. I finally figured out how she could live with herself knowing that she's turned shooters and illegal gang drug dealers and scumbags out on the street to kill innocent kids. I figured that out. I wouldn't be in this seat right now. Um, if I were forced to continue with a pregnancy that I wasn't ready for. I- so she killed her own baby. You think she'd give a rip if the Sinaloa cartel kills yours? I don't think she does. And what's your justification? So you became a lawyer, and you're so good at your job. We're all so much better off for Kim Fox being able to kill her baby and not be charged with a crime. Ironically enough, like the people who kill your baby in the city of Chicago, never charged with a crime. I didn't have a job. I didn't have my own housing. I didn't have access to care not just for myself, but for a baby. So then give the baby to good people, you roach. Why kill the baby? Because you don't like what's in your checkbook? None of us like what's in our checkbook when you have a kid. It's never enough. They burn up money like a wood chipper. But that's what they do, God bless them. That's what they do to become decent, good people most of the time. And when they don't, they still have the opportunity to straighten out. Like the scum Hunter Biden. Look at how far that drug addict piece of dung has gone. Granted, he got it by prostituting America, selling out the, co- the country's principles. 
But the idea that you can't have your baby because you don't like your money, you don't have a good job, nobody has a good enough job. But nobody has the right to end that baby's future because they don't like theirs. Only a selfish, ignorant, incompetent scum would do that. Oh, then again, I'm talking about Kim Fox. It's a given. Sharon DuPage. Hi, Sean. Uh, how are you? First of all, I want to thank you for having wonderful guests like Hans on. I think he's, he's fantastic to listen to. And as a retired accountant slash tax expert, audits have been an everyday part of my life. I've never understood why we don't have them when an election drags on forever and you don't know the, you can't count on the results. First of all, secondly, I just want to make a comment about um, abortions with respect to some of these young libtards who say, that you need them for various reasons, like for women who have had miscarriages or if you have an ectopic pregnancy, you need to have an abortion to save the mother's life. That's BS. Did and you, uh, I know for a fact... Did you happen to listen on Friday? I had a caller into the show, and, and, and I'm embarrassed that I cannot remember his name, but I'm terrible with names. And he said that he was going to have twins, and his wife on the table had a heart attack, and they wanted to give her medication, but it had a 90% chance it was going to kill her twins. And she mm. told them, take care of my kids. I have to tell you, that, that, that to me embodies what, a, what, a, what an adult is, what a, what a human being exactly. is. My exactly. kids are more important than me. Listen to these well, Democrats scum. And now you understand why they cheat and steal at everything. Because well, no, all my, that my, matters I, is their situation, not right and wrong. They don't know exactly. And that's how and I did not. I did not listen. I did not listen Friday. I wanted to. I had other stuff going on. But my experience no was I got pregnant. I was a teenager, late 60s, before Roe. My, my fiancé, my first fiancé, wanted me to have an abortion. I could not, would not, did not kill my baby. And was What's shocked the baby's name today? Because to. I know that that baby well, is my well, age. Well, no. <laughs> Actually, unfortunately, I because of all the stress, I had a miscarriage. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, but but no, no. You know what? It was an eye-opening, God-sent message that this man was not fit to be a father. Yeah. And we never got married. And thankfully, and then I met the love of my life. How many kids? Uh, uh, well, I have five grandchildren. I was never able to have any children, but I have grandchildren from... My husband's See? previous marriage, five. And in fact, we're at my youngest grandson's baseball game. But I had an atopic pregnancy with my husband. And, mm. um, Sharon, that, you know what this call proves? You know what you just proved? Anybody, <laughs> could, anybody could get pregnant and kill their baby. But few people, exactly. can, few people can be a parent. And you don't even have to give birth to be a parent. Exactly. You were a parent because you were a decent person. This is what separates good humans from bad. A bad one would kill with no conscience because they don't have a job or don't have enough exactly. money. A good one will seek out the opportunity important. to be a parent. You're a better parent than this roach Kim Fox ever could be. Thank yes. you, Sharon. I, was, I, I appreciate the time to talk to you. Thank Anytime. you. Anytime. It was my pleasure. And think about this. You can't audit the elections. All they have to do is steal one. And next thing you know, you got a dimwit in diapers giving $60 billion to a government that bribed his crackhead son. Terry Rogers Park. Terry, did I scare you? I think I scared you. Terry, did I scare you? I might have scared her. Terry wanted to talk about Kim Fox. So do I. I mean, I don't know how much time we have, but this, is, this sums up the character of not just someone willing to kill their own baby.
but a Democrat. I wouldn't be in this seat right now um, if I were forced to continue with the pregnancy that I wasn't ready for. I didn't have a job. I didn't have my own housing. Yeah, but what about the baby? What would that 25-year-old kid be today? Would he be, would he be somebody that maybe is better than you? I think pretty much anybody's better than you. Guy that dried my car off today at the car wash, he's better than you, more important than you. But to a Democrat, their own kid is erasable, fungible, just something that's inconvenient if you don't have enough money. It's the scum of the earth. They're called Democrats, but what they really are are gangsters. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. <laughs> it's not nighttime. Wear my sunglasses because it's sunny out. I love the squirrel hands. I love them. What a team. What a team. Funny money, squirrel hands, Eric, Marcus. you got to see it. We are remote uh, from Mistwood. Where is this again? Romeoville, right? I'll tell you, what, is it nice out here or what? It's beautiful out here. Very, very nice. Too bad it's attached to the sewer of Illinois. It's a shame. And uh, you think about what it costs to have Democrats in charge. And why does it cost that? You know, for decades, people used to talk about the back rooms. You remember the back rooms and how they cut up the deals and how they ignore the rule of law and how they ignore the principles of freedom and liberty and Americanism that they swear to uphold. I like when we catch these rat bastards on tape. I love it because for once you get to see what they're really like. So spare me the bull about constitutional rights. Well, the gentleman not be no, I will not yield. And I'm not going to yield for my entire five minutes. So don't ask again. You will not stop us from advancing the Protecting Our Kids Act today. You will not stop us from passing it in the House next week, and you will not stop us there. If the filibuster obstructs us, we will abolish it. I want you to think about these are people that swore to uphold the principles of Americanism. As they chant and, and demand that they tell you openly, they are going to undermine it by hook or crook. Your rules do not matter. Your parliamentary system of representation doesn't matter. They're guaranteeing to undermine the rule of law. If the Supreme Court objects, we will expand it, and we will not rest until we have taken weapons of war out of circulation in our communities. Each and every day, we will do whatever it takes. To, to gun owners out there who say, well, a Biden administration means they're going to come for my guns. Bingo. You're right if you have an assault weapon. The fact of the matter is they should be illegal, period. They just told you they don't care about your constitutional rights. So don't pretend that this is a normal administration, that these are normal times. As you hear politicians demonize entire industries. Yes. I wanted to ask you about the gas tax holiday that President Biden's going to ask Congress for. Do you support that, or what do you think Congress should do? Okay. Well, first, uh, Senate Democrats tried to pass it recently, and it was blocked by Republicans. I believe the most important thing we can do to lower gas prices is crack down on big oils and manipulation of the oil markets. The cost of getting the oil out of the ground does not increase. How do you know that? First of all, you're wrong, stupid. Of course it's increased, mainly due to the health care costs of your real success story known as Obamacare, the unmitigated failure that raised employers' costs just to provide health care 400% schmuck humor. Chuck, sorry. That's just one little way it rose. Not to mention all the other costs and your regulation. You know, 
the way I see it, the only entity, the only industry that really price gouges is government. It price gouges in the name of taxation that it calls revenue. Its revenue has never been higher, yet the quality of our services have never been lower. Is that just because Schmuck Schumer and the Democrats are in charge? Or is it because that it, they are exactly what I accuse them of being, an organized mafia? But the price of oil has dramatically increased, and the oil companies, and there, there are four major ones, we don't have much competition, are, you know, are, are manipulated. Why, why don't we have major competition? Hey, you dummy. Why don't we have major competition? Because they've bribed you to make it so onerous, so virtually impossible to compete in a regulatory climate of which you don't even know how many regulations there are. Why don't we have competition? Is it because there isn't companies that want to go into it or industry? Or is it because you've made the regulations and rules so onerous that there's no incentive to do so? But yet you're going to declare what price gouging is? I call your taxation price gouging. And what do you deliver? Absolutely jack, you moron. Manipulating the market. Now, we have legislation to do that, and we're going to focus on that issue. There is In fact, for 40 years, this ferret-faced weasel has been kicking out regulations. 40 years. What came of it? More power and control for this corrupt mafia. Less quality of life for you. They're actually guaranteeing that even if you beat them fair and square through the principles and rule of law, they're guaranteeing there will be consequences and repercussions of violence. You see this turnout here? You ain't seen nothing yet. Keep doing it in buildings, honey, at 2.45 in the morning. Any one of you Antifa rat bastards want to protest, come over to the Elmer Cigar House. I'll be there around 10.30 tomorrow. Women are going to control their bodies no matter how they try and... How about you control them by keeping the panties on? What do you say you keep the pantaloons on? Instead of making me pay so you murder your kid and then you want me to say okay. Let's start there, you morons. But of course, you have to have enough balance in your checkbook. I love this. I wouldn't be in this seat right now um, if I were forced to continue with the pregnancy that I wasn't ready for. I didn't have a job. See, see how much better off society is because she was able to kill her baby? We're all doing wonderful. And you gangbanging scum, you're going to have a wonderful summer, too. How's the results on the summer of joy in the sewer of Chicago? James and Schomburg. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Uh, when you ran that by me, uh, I was calling to talk to you about, I'm a Rabine guy like you, and I was looking for your scorecard. But it reminded me when Kim Fox was spouting off how, to my shock and amazement, Stevie Nicks made a similar comment. Like, there wouldn't be Fleetwood Mac if she continued with her own pregnancy. Like, she couldn't afford a nanny or something. you got to be kidding me. Well, you know, about, she, was, I mean, she about, was just like this beautiful woman back in the 70s. We yeah. all fell in love with her if you were batting right-handed. And yeah. then you find this out at this point. And I'm like, oh, my God. I, I, maybe, maybe she likes the idea that there won't be competition because that kid might have been very, very talented. But think about the mental gymnastics you must get into to live with the notion. Because ultimately, both father and mother live daily, every day of their life, knowing that they killed their own child. So you have to justify it. I know a lot of murderers, a lot of scumbags, a lot of gangsters. They all can justify why they killed somebody, why they stole something. Everybody can justify it. Just imagine what it must be like to put your head on the pillow and say, my God, I wonder what my kid would be doing today. I wonder what my kid could have I been. Think so they have to when do it. They have to do it. it. Stevie Nicks is a wonderful voice, but when it comes to thinking, shut up, because you're not good at it.
Just shut up and sing. I love that. Thank you very much, James and Schomburg. Uh, Dominic, Glendale Heights. Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to Sean Noonan tomorrow running for DuPage County Board All over right. in the 2nd District there. Yeah. He's a good guy, very good guy. All right. I met Noonan. Sean Noonan. I think I have met Sean Noonan. I can't remember. I meet so many people. But is he a good guy? Now let me he ask said, you this. He, oh, very, very he, good guy. He said he met you before. All right, good. Now, now where does he stand on something like uh, taxation of people and businesses that provide actual private growth in the economy? Is he, is he okay with oh, that? He, what is he, he? He's, he's big-time for, big for, you know, independent owners, entrepreneurs. So he's a capitalist? He's a capitalist? Yes, he he believe, believes yes, in fundamental is. freedoms? Yes, he is. And he's running in Illinois, a state he's so incompetent, in uh, so no, full of no, incompetent voters that uh, they put this butter-handed beanbag, trust fund <laughs> baby, who's been on tapes with Rod Blagojevich, 17 hours of tapes about political corruption, and they elect him time in and time out. So you th I hope he wins, but I'll tell you what, he's got a headwind. Would you not agree, Dominic? Oh, everybody that's a Republican's got a headwind right now. It's, t it's tough. It's tough. Except in Democrat states. I like this. I think it's time we all go to Democrat states, let the, let the or, or Republican states, let the Democrats live in the utopias they built. Just like the Summer of Joy. Jim, give me the number on the Summer of Joy shooting count. I say it's 400. Terry in Rogers Park. Yeah, I think it's uh, shameful that Kim Fox uh, publicly praised herself for aborting her child. And, yeah. and I, I think Kim and the uh, Whoopi Goldbergs uh, wants to indoctrinate uh, uh, young women to think it's okay to kill a baby. Terry, any clue at what year Whoopi Goldberg lost her eyebrows? Because no one can seem to find those son of a guns. And she looks preposterous or as some fat expert from the future is she some sort of an alien can you describe to me where her eyebrows are and uh if there's a hunt for them well i haven't seen her for a long time i don't watch yeah. shows like that yeah i'm pretty sure she <laughs> had know. her eyebrows in the 80s she must have burned them off like richard Pryor. 312-642-5600 this is the sean thompson show on am 560 the answer AM560, the answer. Nice. We are live, Mistwood in Romeoville. It's getting kind of weird in here. A lot of people looking at me. I'm not an animal. Um, the, summer of, the Summer of Joy, 390 shot. Summer of Joy. No wonder they don't care about the 390. You just heard Kim Fox. She motzed her own kid, whacked her own kid. controller not working joseph are you there all right yes sir all right go ahead buddy how are you doing good how's lake forest very oh, scenic a lot fine. of trees except for mr t's house my favorite real estate story <laughs> ever he bought in lake forest and chopped the trees down there you go could have bought in bensonville there's not a tree to be found go ahead well she has land why not what, what um, but yeah. Uh, my uh, question for you is this: For 50 years, they've been talking about this woman's right to choose. Yeah. How about the unborn women? They Joseph, don't have a right to choose. If you're going to apply reason and logic to the arguments of a swindler, fascist, socialist, mafia member calling himself a Democrat, Joseph, you're going to be in for a long day. It's going to be like chopping trees down on your 
uh, piece of property in Lake Forest. So I don't know if you've got the biceps for it, but don't try to apply reason and logic to these rats. Anthony McHenry. Thank you, Sean. Uh, your comment about the schmuck humor, you know, doesn't anybody realize that the power of these drills and pumps, it takes fuel, it takes diesel, and when you shut down pipelines, okay, what happens? Mm -hmm. All this fuel has to be transported more on trucks and trains and everything else. It takes fuel. That is the lifeblood of our economy. Anthony, Chuck Schumer is a slip-and-fall lawyer that never practiced and hid in government for 40 years. You think he knows jack about owning a convenience store or about anything? What does this rat bastard know except how to sell government power at extremely high prices and become very rich? And his daughters, by the way, one at Google, one at Facebook, he knows how to leverage and sell that political power to even set up his own kids that he didn't abort. You know, thank goodness. Otherwise, Google and Facebook wouldn't be censor-friendly. So there's all kinds of, you, you can't apply, like I said, Anthony, we could pretty much sum this up. You're going to apply reason, logic, capitalism, and principles of freedom to a scum fascist whore who's been selling political power for 40 fracking years. And you know what? All the morons that want in on the welfare or the corruption, they're just going to nod and hope they get enough dummies to vote. And if they don't, they'll grab them out of the cemetery, which is the real strong voting base of the Democrat mafia. Bill in his truck, my favorite trucker. Hi, Bill. Sean. Yes, brother. Yeah, Sean. Yeah. Hey, uh, how, about, how about giving us the totals on Friday of the Summer of Love? What goes on between Monday and Thursday? Oh, I know. Listen, we've got to get to that 4,300 shot. What's the shooting in Ukraine? I'll bet you a dollar to a donut. There's more people shot in Chicago than Ukraine. You want to bet? Because after all, Russia won that war three weeks ago. And in the meantime, your money's going to Ihor Kolomoisky and the rest of the Ukrainian oligarchs who bribed the Biden crime family. How many LLCs is that dummy on with his wrinkled ass? He's on 114 LLCs. Another multimillionaire never did a damn thing. I like doing things. I'm going from this job to the next here at Mistwood Golf Club. I had a great time. Special thanks to everybody, especially Eric's daughter, Edie. I will be back in 21 hours. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 